Welcome to What's the Matter, the official Mindspan podcast. Today is the final part to our three-part mini-series all around living your life with purpose. My dad and I are going to be talking to you around the process of goal setting and how to make this as foolproof as possible for yourself. Thanks, I really hope you enjoy. So I'm back with my fabulous and glamorous co-host, Mr. Dad. Hello, Dad. Good morning, Em. How's things with you? Very well. They're all very good. As you can see, I've got my little Christmas display. Um, very Christmassy, like it. No, well, poinsettias the there. They are, they are. There's some poinsettias, and uh, I bought a little. I went, I found a very sweet little um, local. It's a, it's not a garden centre. It's a little plant shop with loads of homeware in it, um, just on Brentwood High Street. So I bought my little tree at tree at the weekend. Um, you give them a shout out or not? Yeah, they're called Greenhouse. The Greenhouse Brentwood. Very, very, um, very beautiful store for anyone that's local. Um, and they're very helpful in there. And they even have, have an in-house schnauzer who had a little he had a little yellow roll neck on yesterday. <laughs> he was um he was very cute with a new haircut. So um so yeah, I've got my I actually bought quite a lot from them, but can't fit yep. it all in, in my backdrop. But um yeah. yeah, how was your weekend? Yeah, good, thank you. Um got to the driving range. Yeah. Golf is back, but the weather's been a bit iffy since golf was uh readily available to us all again so at the very least I mum and I went and had a bucket of balls yesterday and hadn't swung a club for six weeks which is obviously the longest we've gone this year without swinging a club so to speak um so yeah it's good to do that um watched a bit of footy mm-hmm. Norwich City had a good win come on you yellows come on you canaries absolutely um yeah nice and just bit by bit getting ready for, for Christmas really yeah well so today we are actually back for part three of our three-part mini-series around living with purpose. This is our final episode today. Um, not ever. Not ever. Don't worry, not guys. Ever. Just in this mini-series. <laughs> yeah. You could have got alarmed there for a moment, Em. I know. I heard some heartbreaks somewhere in the world. Indeed. Um, no, so so yeah, this is a final final part to living with purpose. So in the first, first episode of this week, we sort of covered the importance of... Um, defining our or being very clear on our current reality we talked around the importance of life audits and actually just how can we get clear on the current life that we're living obviously to identify areas for improvement or showcase kind of where we might be happy or slightly less happy um in our second episode we talked around the importance of personal values and the role that they can play in actually living with purpose and you know even feeding into what we're doing today episode three um setting goals so yeah that's kind of where we're going with this today isn't it so um I guess before we go through our process of how best we would advise people to set goals um just handing over to you dad why do you think it's really important for people to actually set goals it's a big subject Em, and you know much has been written on goal setting over not just a few years or decades but over the centuries really we believe that actually goal setting is incredibly useful for us as a species, as people, because because of the way the brain works. Mm-hmm. And we've probably touched on this in a previous ex, uh, episode of the podcast, but the, the brain is sort of very directional, very outcome orientated in terms of how it quite naturally functions. So go- goals aren't magical, ethereal things. We don't think anyway. Um, I know there's things like the secret. So there's lots of other aspects of think about stuff and it may happen. But from where from our position, which is 
from a more psychological back, uh, backdrop, we, we, we know that the, the brain is a very directional end goal orientated mechanism for want of a better term. And what we tend to think about and focus on, your brain tends to take you towards or you'll do more often, if that makes sense. So the more the more you tend to think about and focus on something a particular way, the more you likely you are to create it or to do it or to move in that direction. And that's perfectly natural. That's, that's the way our brain perfectly naturally functions. So based on that, it's incredibly valuable to set really positively constructed, well thought through goals, mm. because not because they're magical, ethereal things that may happen. If you then if you go through a robust process and set goals and not just then put them in a drawer and don't look at them for six months, but you live them, you mm. focus on them daily. We can then be utilizing the way the brain naturally functions in a way which is going to help us to more likely, no guarantee, but more likely create those goals, achieve those goals or do those things. So, yeah, it's predominantly around the directional nature of the human brain, which is why yeah. goals are so important. Well, yeah. And just to sort of touch on this as well, we you wouldn't we're technically using this energy anyway yeah, you know it's just less focused if you don't have these in place so you're not needing to go and buy more time or do anything like that it's just the time that you do have and the way that you because every day we're deciding what we want to do whether some people might think they are or not you know ultimately we're deciding what we want to do each day what time we get up what time we do all these different things so so having goals in place is almost just like a bit of a well yeah it's just helping it's helping with structure really of actually we're mm -hmm. living our lives so why don't we just make sure they go in the direction that we want them to or would, yeah would and, and I'm, I'm adding to that em that our brains will take us in a direction anyway exactly so based on what we think about and focus on anyway <clears throat> excuse me and many no not many a lot of people spend a lot of time thinking about what they don't want yeah, I know. Is, life is the difficulties that they've got, the challenges around, particularly in you know lockdown and pandemic, and and obviously things are for a lot of people. But it is, as we've said on previous episodes, it's episodes. It's so important what we spend our time thinking about and focusing on. Mm. So, based on the fact that we tend to move towards what we focus on, if that makes sense, because the way the brain functions, you do that anyway. So, what about if we consciously decide what we're going to focus on? Yeah. So and do it helpfully meander around all over the place without much yeah. control or conscious direction let's give ourselves conscious direction and that's one of the things that goals helps us yeah. with gives us conscious direction to think about and focus on definitely and, and because i know we could talk about this forever for um for anyone that it wants to learn a little bit more around focus we have done a previous episode on on the mm. nature of of our focus and why it's important to to do this stuff um not just with goal setting but on a day-to-day -day basis with the way that we think so if people want to find out a bit more about that just please go scroll back and find our, our i think it was episode two maybe um but bringing it back to this today so obviously yeah goals are super super important for creating the life that we want we've been taking people through our um guideline of our quite ro ro robust process of setting goals so this kind of brings us to okay we've step one we've established our clear current reality we've looked at step two the importance of our personal values now third step is really that clear future reality that we'd like to create so yeah how would you advise people listening to actually do that so having worked through the first two steps or stages before we start sitting down and writing goals for ourselves we need to start to get our brain in the place of i know where i am 
in terms of life. I know what my values are. Now we have permission to start thinking about the future. So we encourage, the way I do this is I just, I, I look at my life audit and I look at the areas of my life that I would like to give some attention to, some focus to and some invest some energy in. That can either be because I want to significantly improve them or it could be that an area of life is working quite well and I don't want to take my eye off it. I want to maintain, at least maintain it. So, you know, because again, we will be moving towards what we tend to think about and focus on. So I'll pick some areas and then one at a time, I consider each of those areas. And for each of them that I want to focus on and put some energy into, I create what we call a word picture. So I just get a piece of paper and I just have, <clears throat> I clarify what that part of my life would look like and what it would consist of, what I would be doing, who I would be doing it with, the benefits of it all. I create this word picture that has a lot of information in it that represents what that part of my life would look like or be like if I scored it a 10 yeah. in terms of my satisfaction. So if I was a 10 out of 10 in terms of my satisfaction, what would that part of my life look like? What would I have been doing? What would I have achieved? What would I have created? Who might I have who might have been helping me do it, um, what the benefits of all of that would be, how that would be impacting other parts of my life. Now, I tend to do that just by, but I, I tend to write a whole lot of different sentences. Some of them are, our clients will do that by creating a mind map. Others I know write two or three paragraphs. Some other clients I've had in this, in this, at this stage with this exercise will write a story. Um, some people will create a vision board where you know, you've got visual representations of what you want parts of your life to look like. So I always say to our clients, I don't mind how you do this, but we need to get out of here, out of our head is on a piece of paper, we need to capture it or, or in some way, shape or form, what, what a sort of a nine or a 10 looks like and consists of. And that could be for your fitness, if you choose the fitness aspect of your life, it could be financially, it could be in terms of your home and property, it could be in terms of certain relationships, any of those life areas that we talked about on, on episode one of this little mini series. But it's 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 so important to do this, to get all of that out, because it needs to be your version. Mm. What we don't need to be doing, we sometimes might do this to get some ideas, but it's it's so, I, we believe it's so important that we define and live the life that's important to us, not the one that everyone else tells us we should, not the one that society is trying to influence within you, not the one that you know, shed loads of marketing and media are, are trying to influence you with the products you should be buying, if that makes sense. This is our version. And it's really important when we have this, whether you call it a big brain dump or creative ideas session around these different areas of life you want to focus on, that actually you double check that whatever you're creating and, and, and capturing is in line with your values. Yeah. That's why we created those values in step two. Yeah. Now, for me, this is always, I love this whole process, obviously, and I've worked this over many, many years, over and over and over again, <clears throat> excuse me, because after creating word pictures, and we'll talk about how we then translate those into goals, it's then really important that that's my purpose. That's Those are the things I'm waking up and really thinking about and focusing on and working out every day. Yeah. That's my purpose. And my purpose might be quite different to someone else's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, different definitely. Purpose. It could be some similarity, might be some crossover, maybe some difference, you know. So and I know you've done this. You've worked this process many times. What what do you enjoy most when you go through this step around starting to think about your clear future reality and 
taking certain areas of life and expressing what a 10 would look like for you yeah there's two things here because there's obviously my experience of doing it myself but then actually my experience of coaching people through it and seeing a certain thing so I guess to talk about my experience first um I think it's just I, I don't not to say it's just magical because I know it sounds really a bit cheesy, but you won't you will never do this and feel rubbish like it, because, you know, we know how directional the brain is and taking people through the thinking cycle in episode one, our thoughts influence our emotions, behaviors and outcomes. When you're thinking about what your life would be like as a 10 out of 10 and or what that specific area might be, for example, when I was when I did this, um, you know, I don't know how many months ago it was maybe now beginning just after lock, the beginning of the first ever lockdown so maybe April time um and at the time I had been quite unclear on how I could move my business forward at the moment with with the pandemic and um you know a lot of unforeseen things happening that I hadn't planned for and a lot of uncertainty yeah a lot of uncertainty in the world a lot of uncertainty and ambiguity yeah exactly and going through this process I didn't initially think right I'm going to have a solution by the end of this of how exactly I'm going to tackle the pandemic that wasn't really what I initially went into it with I just I thought in a year's time where would I like my business to be where would my time be split across different tasks how much would I get to I, I put everything in my word picture for my business thing in terms of how regularly I get to speak to you or come back to Norfolk and see you and mum because obviously I come back for work stuff sometimes yeah. so I I must have written a whole page of what a 10 out of 10 would be like for me and I didn't you know it's you you will almost surprise yourself at how clear you really you suddenly are I'd say I thought what would my time split be between the different types of things I'm doing and then there's gonna be new opportunities and ultimately I got to this end vision of September 2021 and I've told you this dad but Mm. I I have a or now a goal set around this about taking you for dinner at the shard and Mm. I know that might seem for some people that's really not their cup of tea and I don't I definitely don't do that every day thanks for a cup of tea by the way no we're not (laughs) you're just having a bread roll (laughs) no I I had this I became very clear on wanting to take you there for a meal as a symbol of where we've taken Mindspan this year and and how the business has grown and and in order to be able to take you out for that meal well I need to generate a lot more opportunity I need to do, yeah. you know it led to so many other things as to having this I just felt incredible when I did it to be honest with you and um it really helped me with being like this is exactly what I want my life to look like um visualization is so powerful for for, yeah. for us um but not just visualization but then going okay well how do I need to do that because there's some things out there around visualization that says just think about it and it'll happen and yeah. that's not really the case um no. you need to have a plan yeah so so yeah I mean I felt amazing doing it and felt like I've my to be honest my obviously where I know we're going to go into how we then set goals but my life just changed the day yeah. I did that um and that kind of when I say there's two things obviously me and then how I see that with my clients watching that emotion and that journey unfold with somebody else is still so powerful yeah and and seeing them go through that and um you know like one of my clients recently I might have mentioned this in the last episode I'm not sure if I did around her 
being able to buy her her first home mm. and and when we were first coaching together she thought that was such an imp- if if I'd said to her end of 2020 you'll have your first home she would have laughed me out the door and told me that was ridiculous and through going through this process setting those goals and her working out what needed to happen every single month in order to get there she's just like she's in the process of exchanging contracts at the minute and that's why I think these are so powerful because having this word picture almost gives you a taste of gives you a taste of it and if it doesn't feel powerful enough when you do it then it's not the right thing to do um yeah, sorry, that was a really that's really important answer. because it has, you know, what we can say is for for anything to for something to occur or to be achieved or to be shaped or created out here in the world, it has to happen in our head first. So yeah. all we're really doing is, I mean, just because we create a word picture, it doesn't guarantee we'll go on to achieve it. But it, but because we are thinking about what a ten looks like or represents for us and how we've, you know, things we've done to get there, what that feels like when we do get there, who we're there with, excuse me, we're creating internally in our head a representation of our version of success. Yeah. And as you say, if if that's something that's really important to you, you start to create the emotions inside yourself as if it were really happening. So that, and we know that emotion drives behavior. So actually what we're trying to do, seeking to do with these word pictures is get real clarity about the future we're trying to, shape create or experience and to get excited about it or passionate about it or motivated by it enthused about it you know the amount of people i see in the workplace you know in organizations who have their objectives from their appraisal or their pdp or some sort of targets they're responsible for and they're not really engaged in it they're not excited by it it's a bit dull. And then we wonder why they're not working towards those things. So we have an amazing ability when we get really focused on the things that mean something to us. That's where the energy comes from. That's where the fuel comes from. So these word pictures are really important to create before we even start thinking about setting goals. Well, I mean, I think I I was about to say, I think this is one of the most important steps, but actually I don't think that, I think they're all equally important because you need to know your current reality, have your personal values and then get to this to, to be to be able to get to this point but I think um there are a lot of people out there that say they write goals and mm-hmm. I, I you know I've I come across a lot of people that go yeah goals I set them all the time oh yeah I've got loads um and they've never done any of this stuff it's almost just a to-do list of oh I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna do this and get promoted and it's just it's just as dull as a to-do list and yeah. and and I think without you know, as I say, especially this, the word picture stuff, you just, we call it a word picture because it's just creating through words, such a visual representation of what it's going to feel like. Yeah. If you were just going to say, I'm going to get promoted. Like yeah, that might, them, it? yeah, that, that a, might still be nice. It's yeah. a whim, it's a bit of a dream, it's a bit of a fancy. But actually that's how, that's what quite a lot of people have. They yeah. have fairly unsubstantial wishes yeah. And just on that theme, sorry, I, I cut in a bit, but you, you're just sparking stuff in my head. And if I don't mention it, I might forget it. So I, th- I think this is going to sound really harsh. All right. But and I'm not slighting people with this. I just think that this is it's a key part of fairly Western culture for a lot of people, but not all. I think most people make themselves really busy in life. Too busy to think about life. They get up every day, get back on the 
you know, the, the hamster wheel, if that makes sense, moves really quickly to get off and go back home and get to sleep and then do it again tomorrow. They're doing life, but not thinking about it enough. A lot of people, some people do give a little bit of thought to life. They'd quite like this to happen. They'd quite like that to happen. They hope this might occur or that might occur. As and, and I think there's quite a lot of people who would quite like certain things to happen in their life as long as they don't have to get up, get off their backside and go and really work at it. Just hoping and that it might just drop in their lap next week. Now, that's not going to happen, is it? Let's be really honest. The challenge we have is, you know, life goes really quickly, mm. really quickly. Um, you know, I've said before, when you and Ollie came into the our world, <laughs> the world of me and mum, and that's, you know, Ollie's 30 now and you're 28. You know, that seems five hey, minutes hey, ago. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> that seems five minutes ago. So yeah. It doesn't, you know, doesn't seem 28. It's, it's going, life is, is rapidly passing by. So unless we start to just stop and think about what we're doing and what's really important to us and what would I get excited about in terms of getting up tomorrow morning and going and working out and achieving, we just drift through life without too much focus, without a lot of clarity, back on the hamster wheel, just hoping that something might change next week. Well, it isn't going to change, probably, unless you do something. Yeah. You know, we have an, and you've, 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 you've experiencing with the various clients you've been coaching for quite a while now, as I have, when we really take people through this stuff, and they really get clarity and they get excited about the right things. Actually, they, they invest all of their considerable energy every day on the right stuff. Mm. Doesn't guarantee you'll achieve your goals, but they become much more likely, don't they? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think... I say we will go through the actual process in a short while, but I don't I don't even think this just applies to people. I think um, obviously I have a marketing background and I know in my old role, my old life of full time employment in the corporate world, I was working with very big clients. Now I see a lot of people want to have a business. They don't think about necessarily what they want their business to be doing it's just straight to the numbers mm. and it's like I don't care about some of this stuff I just I just want to sell what I need to sell and I think they don't actually have this clear almost this sort of goal process actually for yeah. their business um it's just straight to the you know in the context that we just said about someone just having on a bit of paper I just want to get promoted it's like mm. I just want to be successful yeah okay awesome but how are you going to do that and that's what sometimes this process uh, say so I don't I think you you were right. I don't think it is harsh in saying some people. I, I think it's I think it's quite a true reality to be honest with you. Yeah. And you're not you're not. Most people you're don't not know everyone's like it. It's just mm -hmm. um, it's just there's a lot of. I, but I think it also comes with people not no, not having the clarity on how yeah. to do things. So it it might not necessarily be I'm too lazy to do that because they wouldn't have the passion around wanting it enough if they were being lazy. But knowing how, maybe feeling like they might want something, but don't know how to make them want it even more or be really yeah. clear. And that's obviously what this process does. Mm. But with this, ultimately, it's a four-step process. So clear current reality, values, clear future reality with these word pictures, and then goal setting. Those four steps, we work with, you know, for years, I've worked with organizations that we take through that process, just, just in an organizational sense rather than just a personal sense. So that... The freight that the, these steps work, we mm. know they work. And, you know, you're discovering with more and more clients that you work with, not just individuals that you coach, but companies that you work with. Some of those are actually investing a lot of energy every day without a lot of clarity. 
Yeah, and I know. That, that, you know, again, it sounds a bit unkind. That, that just seems foolish. We, yeah, we have just on that hamster the... wheel, like you said. They're, they're running around all day. They're busy. They're very busy. But mm. they wouldn't busy be thinking about... Yeah, yeah, exactly. They wouldn't be... They might be thinking about tomorrow or what presentation to do next week or those things. But nobody's zooming out and actually looking at the bigger picture of yeah. what yeah, do yeah. we need to be doing today that's going to inf- impact the next two years. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, as life is going quickly, I, did, I just decided years ago... We've, with what I continue to learn and what we learn in the business and how we work with our clients. So I, I don't want, I don't want to get to 90 or I do want to get to 90, but I don't want to get to 90 or, or older, what, you know, old age and look back and say, I wish. Yeah. I wish I'd have sorted myself out. I wish I'd have, I wish I'd have, uh, I don't want to, I never want to have thoughts like I wish I hadn't done that job that I hated for so long, or I wish I'd have had the courage to start a business or I wish I'd have traveled more. or I wish I'd have spent more time with my kids or I wish I don't want a life like that. So, Rather than potentially ending up in old age, having those sort of regrets, put thought into life as you go through it. Yeah. You know, what is your clear current reality? What are your core values? What do you want aspects of your life to look like? What does a 10 represent? Then you start to use goal setting to, as a mechanism to help you stand a chance of creating those things. Yeah, definitely. No, well, obviously I agree with you <laughs> because I do this for a living as well. Um, mm. But I think... Um, and I always say this because you and I could speak at great length about this stuff for ages, but we wouldn't want a 24 hour podcast or maybe no. we do people let we'll us just know. pilot one in the new year and just yeah. see how many yeah. people stay on. Yeah. We'll see how many people watch us. <coughs> um, but no, so actually we've talked about all of this potential process for quite like a lot of this episode. So I think actually now, yeah, let's go into, so how do we set them? How, what rules or I say rules, but what guidelines do we have for setting a foolproof goal? What yeah. would that fourth step be? We have uh, as a as a methodology. You know, goal setting has been a, re- a real interest to me over many over two decades. So I, I've looked at, studied lots of um, research on goal setting, different methodologies for goal setting, um, tried and evolved our own methodology around goal setting. We we within Mindspan have created our own methodology called the four by four method. Now, that's pretty extensive and probably we haven't got enough time on this podcast to go through every single element of that four, four, four by four methodology. But just to pick out some really key elements, having created some word pictures for ver- different areas of life based on what a nine or a ten would look like or consist of uh, in terms of satisfaction of those areas of life. We then go back into those word pictures and you've created a lot of content. The great thing is you create a lot of content and you then pull out some of those key bits of content around certain outcomes or processes and then create goals for those things. OK, so for me or for us, goals should shouldn't be long, wordy manuscripts. They need to be fairly tight, fairly concise, but having all the right sort of information in. We always encourage people to write goals in the express them in the present tense. So we write the goal as if we are standing or at some point in the future doing it Mm. or achieving it or creating it or experiencing it. So, of course, all goals are about the future, but we don't put them in in a future tense. So simplistically, we wouldn't have a goal that said um, in December 2021, I will achieve X, Y or Z. Yeah. What we would we would state it in the present tense, so it would sound more like this. It is December 2021, and I am 
am just achieving X, Y, or Z. Does that make yeah. sense? Now, of course, it would be a little bit fuller than that, but that's, we always encourage people to express them in the present tense. One of the key reasons for that is, you mentioned a little while ago that visualization is a very powerful mechanism. So expressing a goal in the present tense helps us more easily to imagine it, to visualize it, because I'm actually expressing it with words as if I am there at the time. That's powerful. Briefly, because and I think we have mentioned this on previous um, podcasts around the subconscious, the subconscious cannot differentiate. It can't tell the difference between a, something that you really experience and something that you imagine experiencing. So when we express a goal in the present tense, it's easier to imagine it, stroke visualize it or mentally simulate it. And actually, my subconscious re reacts or responds as if I'm actually really there doing it. Mm. And if you've really carefully thought it through, as we've described, that should be very motivational, um, should be very emotionally engaging. So we always put goals in the present tense. Obviously, we, we express the goal really clearly with real clarity. So if there are some numbers of, of measure involved, put the numbers in there. Um, if, you, if you are very precisely doing something or achieving something, then make sure it's precise. If it's if you're relating to some of the process that got you there, make that really clear and precise as well, too. And ultimately, always put a date on it. So we yeah. know, when are you when are you planning to have done this by? Um, there are some other elements, but actually for today's for simplicity um, in this podcast, I think that's probably enough for people. Yeah. So you take you lift out of the word picture, which has got quite a lot of content in it. You lift some of their key bits out and you shape them into a goal. And most the easiest way to get into present tense structuring in terms of how you express your goal is, is you start off the goal with it is and the date. So it is December 2021 and I have yeah. just achieved X, Y or Z and feels great. Or I am at I'm on the holiday of a lifetime with my family. We've had a great day today doing it. So you just you just describe it as simply as possible. You know, that's probably the easiest way to get into present tense structuring. Yeah, I mean. To, I know I mentioned earlier on my word picture of taking you for dinner. Mine, mm. um, just how that would live as a goal is, is, as an example for anyone listening, is it's September 2021. I have just taken dad for dinner at the Shard to celebrate the success of Mindspan over the last year. I mean, yeah. I have, I elaborate on it for what we've physically done, but I won't yeah, yeah. share that on here. But um, so that's kind of as explicitly as it is I mean even in my word picture I've written about what we order or what mm -hmm. I order what I'm going to wear yeah. um you know so when I say that goal even though I haven't got a whole list of I'm wearing this I've ordered this I know I am because I've already got on my yeah. word picture yeah. um the yeah the thing is what, what the goal then does the, the, the shorter goal it's a stimulus or a trigger for all of that word picture to come back into your head, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so definitely. This, yeah. And and so what we're not what we're not saying here is go and create a few goals in this way in the present tense and then write them down and put them in a drawer and don't look at them for six months. My goals are on little cards. So I was six inch by four inch. I'm showing my age now. Cards like a postcard size. I write them on on my cards. They go everywhere with me. They're in my daily journal, so I see them every day. Um, and this is really creating the goals in this well thought through considered way is important but then it's really important that we live our goals yeah and if you put them in a drawer and don't look at them you're not going to be living them no so exactly we encourage people a bit like affirmations and self-talk that we've expressed on, on a previous podcast i think as a bare minimum for two minutes in the morning when we wake up two to three minutes we should be looking at those goals yeah. reading saying them imagining them 
you know, you're there. Just do that for two or three minutes in the morning. And if we do that again for two or three minutes later in the evening before we go to bed, after a while, after working with that and making that a habit over a number of days, you then probably, you know, when I'm walking the dog, I don't need to see my card. So I can just think I'm walking the dog. I'm just going to spend a couple of minutes thinking about my goals. And I just do it mentally simulate them over and over and over again. So the outcomes and and also the process. And I think it's yeah. really important not just to have outcome goals because there are some people who would want the promotion. Yeah, but don't know how to get that. An outcome. But that's, they're, they're probably not going to start working towards that in a focused way because they haven't sorted out the process. Yeah. What are the key things they need to do? When are they going to do those? You know, how are they going to measure that? How can they visualize doing it? You know, yeah. doing the pro- uh, undertaking the process as well as visualizing the outcome. Um, and I, you know, because I've, I personally have been working this methodology for so long, I can't imagine a life where I'm not doing it. I can't now either, to be honest with you. And it, and the thing is, because when I first explain this to people, no, this isn't something we're all naturally doing and are used to doing. But it takes such a small amount of time mm. to do. And we know that the more we do something, the easier it is to do. Because yeah. I've had people say to me, you probably just find that easy because your dad's always t- told you about it. I think mm-hmm. no yeah when I was a teenager and obviously you've always talked to me about personal development but my journey's only really the last very seriously 18 mm-hmm. months to two years you know mm-hmm. and and you, know that you dabbled with these things yeah I dabbled with them now, but I wasn't I didn't do them every day I didn't do yeah. them every day I'd think once every six months when I wasn't feeling myself oh I should probably look at those but you know I then look at my goals and think god they're so irrelevant because my life had then changed again. So now, as I say, it's it's no, it might not feel natural at first, but what what to me, I think to take two minutes at the beginning of my day and the end of my day is such a tiny ask for yeah. what happens. Yeah, and, and you're just you're using those time little time slots to get focused. Yeah. And, and not when, when you're thinking about those goals in that way you're focusing on it you're focusing on your success you're focusing on what you want your life to look like yeah. and of course that doesn't guarantee it's going to happen but it makes it much more likely because you're using your brain in a much more helpful way yeah but I mean even as an example with I won't go on too much because I know it's going to be long but with I've had a goal around um when I set my goal around owning a house because obviously I, I have a flat at the moment I love my flat to pieces but I'm I I can't wait to live somewhere where I've where Reese, my boyfriend and I buy somewhere and we have a garden because I don't yet have a garden and I love plants, hence my tree. But I can't, I've got such a, when I wrote my goal around exactly what, when when that's going to happen for me, buying that house, when, or when I want that to happen, how the house is going to look, feel, smell, everything. Um, I now, reading that every single morning and every single night, I am as a consequence I didn't actually consequently go I'm going to start saving more money wasn't my initial plan but because of knowing what the process is for me to get there with a house because I've gone through the process I need to put x Mm. percent away every month to get me to that dream Mm. so you just by having these goals not only do you kind of you feel more purpose with what with how you're living your life which is obviously the whole point of this mini series so as a byproduct of that I think you tend to feel happier you tend to feel calmer because you're more in control of the life you want to live yeah. and you're just more proactively taking steps towards creating that even if it's 
it's just I just think it's as I say such a small amount of time on a day-to-day basis to actually you're going to be living that time anyway why not just take two minutes to I always think if you can clean your teeth which again is takes about two minutes every you know morning and night if you can find the time to clean your teeth which is probably such an unnatural no one really loves probably cleaning their teeth um sorry for any dentists out there but I think this is this is I just sit there with my cup of coffee in the morning and just think this is what I'm going to create today yeah and I love doing it and as you say I can't really imagine a life without that now it's sort of Mm. I'd probably feel a little lost if I didn't because that purpose is is not yeah. so clear but i think part you've that, done oh sorry i got to say part of that morning and evening routine that you're talking about for two or three minutes is to read them stroke say them but what we're looking for those sentences to do is to evoke in our head yeah the sim- mental simulation so that's really what we're looking for it to do and because we're mentally simulating something that means a lot to us and it's a nine or a ten it feels good mm. But probably on the back of this, just worth mentioning one or two extra things. So some people often say to me, how many goals should we set? Well, there's no exact science. I would always just say, don't set too few, don't set too many. There, you know, focus is very powerful. If you only have one goal, you might well work towards that goal, but you might pay for it somewhere else. So a key example I often use is some people are very focused on their work and career, understandably so, and that drives them to do 70 hours every week for years. Yeah. Now, that might mean their work goes well. It might mean they get promotions. But whilst they're doing that 70 hours a week, every week, what's happening to their relationships at home? What's happening to their health? What's happening to their fitness? What's happening to other parts of their lives? Now, too narrow a focus, you can sometimes pay for that in mm. life negatively. So don't have too few goals. Obviously, don't have too many because this is all about focus. You don't want to give yourself 20 goals in our view. Generally speaking, you know, what tends to work for me, and obviously not everyone's exactly the same. I tend to have half a dozen, five or six key goals. That has been up to eight, and it has been down to four. But that's what works for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, think about a number of goals, but not too many or not too few. And I think it's always important to keep goals balanced. So what we mean by balanced is have a number of goals, but set them across different areas of life. Set them across different time scales. So it could be some short term, some medium term, some long term. And also set goals with differing levels of challenge. Mm. So, you know, I'm, I'm all one for having a stretch goal or two, but don't make all of your goals stretch goals. Um, you know, put one or two out that are really going to push you and stretch you, but maybe put some quick, easy wins in there as well, too, or some medium challenge goals. Um, and actually, when you've achieved some, some people say to me, when you've achieved some goals, what do you do then? Set some more. This yeah. is just a continuous process. Just keep, you know, going back to the life audit, clear current reality, do that every three or four months three or four times a year keep checking your life keep checking your life and when you get you know when you when you decide you want to work at certain things or improve certain areas you then you know check your core values create a word picture and then create a goal or two around that area just keep working it it's not just to be done once and then leave just keep doing it i know even when i'm in my 90s there'll be certain things i want to create in my life or experience in my life even when i'm like if i want to live in my 90s with purpose yeah or in your 50s or your 30s or your 20s or as a teenager whatever we want to be living our life with purpose rather than let the world decide what our purpose is because that's what most people do you know wait for everyone else to tell them decide yourself and then live it and work it no definitely I think well yeah it's just it's great stuff this I think it's such a as I say very very I've never done this process and felt worse for doing it 
Mm. You know, it's it's a really powerful thing to take yourself through. And as we've said already, we're already living our lives. We we have a four one thousand four hundred forty minutes every single day. <laughs> I got told that a lot as a child. You did that um, over and over again. Yeah. So so why don't we choose how we want to spend them? And hopefully this mini series is really will really help people to do that. Mm. Um. So yeah, thank you so much for your time today, Dad. Pleasure, um, I've loved doing this this mini series um, and we're going to be back again in another two weeks with something brand new TBC you'll mm. be on the edge of your that's a blooper that used to be uh, in the Christmas blooper. you'll all be on the edge of your sheets <laughs> well actually I, I thought it was something else but yeah I know well it nearly was <laughs> on the edge of your seats you'll that's all be on the edge of your seats yeah. oh dear on that note, em, that's probably... Em, I think you need a new goal around your enunciation. Yeah, maybe. You could yeah. probably try saying that word properly. <laughs> enunciation. Sean yeah. Connery. Yeah. Um, but no, thank you so much. And yeah, we'll be back again soon. And if anyone has any questions themselves going through this process, mm. we're always here to help. So yeah, we'll be back soon. But thank you. Thank you, Dad. And yeah. See you soon, everyone. Thank you so much for watching the final part of our three-part mini-series all around living your life with purpose. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to give us a thumbs up and, and to subscribe to the channel. Thank you, and my dad and I will be back again in two weeks with a fresh episode.